What is love? And why do so many individuals look in the wrong places for love? That's my big question for today. God is love. The most high is love. I think sometimes people need something tangible. And so they kind of define love with characteristics and words and thoughts and deeds. And I believe those things come from a place of love. But I don't think that that's what love is. However, I understand how you can look for love in places that you shouldn't. Because I'm human. And so I get it. But I do think at some point with maturity, you understand that it's more than a feeling or an emotion. It's more than a thought or a characteristic. It's it's more than the personification of anything that you can describe. I mean, love is like so deep and so powerful and it's it's just, it's love. Like <laughs> we need to start looking within for love instead of searching for outside source of love. I absolutely agree. When I talk about love, I always think about like the foundation the balance it brings, like the centeredness of yourself. Like, I mean, I love love. So I guess it kind of is what it is. I think it's a complex topic in many ways. Um, I enjoy it though. I, I enjoy talking about it and breaking it down and just kind of building on it um, because love is very, very powerful. Having the name love, How is that significant for you as it pertains to your definition of love? I think it's definitely contributed to my interest in love and wanting to explore all of it and understand it and experience it. And you can take that like so many ways. It's also taught me some of my biggest challenges. It's taught me self-control. You know, I want to walk in love. And so I have to check my attitude. I have to check my perception. I have to check myself. You know what I'm saying? I can't indulge in things. I can't be impulsive. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's really deep for me. I love it. I can talk about it forever. I can get really, you know, go a lot deeper than just surface. But yeah, I love love. Well, thank you, love. And welcome back (laughs) to another episode of Voice of a Vessel podcast. My name is Zion. And you already know my name. And we want to encourage and inspire you to be you. And where we grow, in purpose or on purpose. This week, we're going to be talking about being ready, preparation, and resetting. Ma, you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. So Zion, we were talking about how opportunities come and how we have to make sure we prepare ourselves. And it's important to me, like, I feel like it's vital that we want what we say, because when we get what we want, we got to walk it out. So like, it's one thing to say, I want something. But then when you actually get it, what are you going to do with it? When you actually get it, how are you going to take care of it? When you get it, how will you multiply it? How will you make it better? When you get it, How are you going to protect it and make sure that you can keep it if you're supposed to or make it better before you give it away? And so I'm just kind of in that mindset, like, let's just make sure 
that we say what we want and we want what we say. Because when we get it, we got to walk it out. Before we release the song, I asked you guys, I said, what would you do when someone asked you to perform? Didn't I say that? You did say that verbatim. And we want it. Don't get me wrong. But we have to be prepared. And honestly, I'm just not prepared. It's different in the studio than performing live. Sometimes my voice does not fit to perform live. It just isn't. And honestly, I don't have that skill. And that's okay. I can still make great music. We can still have great music. Our music is fire. But I don't think I have the skill to perform the music in front of a live audience. But I can perform other things, just not music. Like dance. I love it. Absolutely. I'm just saying, if you're going to do something, you got to go all the way through it or all the way through with it. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes I do it and I just put it out there to see what opportunities opens up. And if something does, it's a sign and I just go for it. Then I jump into it. So what you're saying is you that type of person. Yeah. You show up when it's showtime. When it's my time, I show up. I come for it because why not, right? Oh, I get it. I get it. I think sometimes I'm like that. But like, you know, full transparency. It's every time I don't properly prepare. But then when I don't accept that, when I, you know, when I do not accept procrastination on any level, I prepare, I get it done. I work hard to be prepared. So I don't have to get ready in the moment. Like, I want to stay ready. Sometimes I feel like I'm in constant preparation. Like, I use, ev- I try to use everything and every experience to prepare myself, to make me better, to learn something, even if it's something that I won't even utilize to the future. But every now and then, I find myself at showtime having to show up, and I'll do it. I'll get it in. I'll get through it. But I'd rather be prepared because then if I'm prepared, then it comes natural. I don't have to show up. I want to be prepared for it. So when it comes, it's nothing. I'm good. Yeah. And somehow, by God's grace, we're able to excel. Absolutely. Definitely. And yeah, I mean, I guess it's just the me and me that doesn't want to take certain chances. It's just a fear of the unknown. I get it. Yeah, so I prepare for everything the best I can. I know I can't control everything. Life happens, right? So I prepare for as much as I can, so I'm I'm okay no matter what. So next topic, Zion. Lately, it's just been on me really, really heavy to like kind of advocate for everybody. Like I feel like sometimes we need a reminder that we need to take time for ourselves. You know, I used to say, even if it's just five minutes, even if you just go into the bathroom when you don't have to use it, close the door, have your little five minute breathing exercise or, you know, break where you just look in the mirror and play with your hair or, you know, check your skin and whatever. Like you close your door in your bedroom and you sit or you put your earphones in and zone out to some music or you just take a five minute walk in your backyard. Like however much time you have just to take some time hopefully you have more than five minutes but if that's all you can spare you deserve it like you deserve to be able to have a few moments where you're intentional about not thinking about anything other than just peace and relaxation in the moment 
You know what I'm saying? Not allowing your mind to go anywhere else, not to drift off on anything outside of just relaxing. Yeah, just a hobby or something that relaxes and resets you. Exactly. My father recently said that he wanted to go fishing. He said he just wanted to relax. And I completely understand. I love to fish and I love water. And I don't even have to like throw a line in the water. I'm good just sitting on the side of the bank. There's so much to enjoy. I love to see the birds and the dragonflies fly like really close to the water and the fish coming up and even the turtles and people riding by on boats or people flying their drones. Like it's so peaceful and sometimes it's so entertaining and it's just nice and relaxing. And I think everyone should be intentional about prioritizing some time to make sure that, you know, you're doing something beneficial to your wellness and just good for your spirit. So Zion, what do you like to do to give yourself that time? What do you do? Like, what is it for you? I have quite a few things I like to do. I like to put music on and dance in my room. That's like a big thing for me. I like to go outside and just enjoy the air and just listen as the wind blows and the trees are just moving all over the place and you just see nature. Or even sometimes we set up the easels and paint pretty pictures, you know? So just those little simple things that mean a lot to me that I can just remind myself to stay present because... Every day, every minute, every second is a gift. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's so much beauty in each moment. We're surrounded by so much beauty. And in essence, love. In the midst of so much going on, life is beautiful. It's beautiful. And so, um, yeah, that was really good what you said, Zai. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Zion. Yep. <laughs> I think it's time. Time for what? time for some random ridiculousness this week's random ridiculousness is very random but it was ridiculous and i'm sharing i did a pickup order at my local walmart and the lettuce was completely brown the the bags of butter lettuce that i got was completely brown and it wasn't out of date but the bags were brown like you could not have taken it off the shelf or taken it out the little crate or whatever and not seen that the lettuce was brown and it was a butter lettuce, so it was supposed to be, you know, different shades of green, not brown at all. And it was brown through the bag. You could see it. Like, there was no hiding it. There, it wasn't like, oh, I didn't see that. Like, it, it, the face of the bag was clear. You can clearly see that this is a bag of brown butter lettuce. <laughs> and they included it in my order and charged me for it. And then I got spinach and kale, I think it was. And um, completely out of date. The bag, it was organic. The bag, completely out of date. I was so hurt. I was so hurt. Like, I have to have a garden because I want fresh produce. I want fresh fruit and produce that I have planted, (laughs) cultivated, grown, cleaned, sourced right in my backyard. Like, and I don't have to worry about damaged produce because it's really important to me. And so, um, I dealt with that this week. It really bothered me. Like, I'm not a complainer. Like, I don't be, you know call companies to complain like if I'm if I have to talk to a company for some reason I really wanted to be me saying let me speak to your manager rather than calling to complain about something but I felt like it was necessary because 
it was bags plural of the butter lettuce and it was all brown. Like I couldn't even get one good bag and like I paid for it. <laughs> this is what I paid for. Like you charged me for it. And so um, that was my random ridiculousness this week. I'm just going to add to that. I wasn't feeling my best this week. So I needed my greens and my fruits this week. What about you, Zion? What you got? Honestly, guys, I've been pushing hard to get back in shape. This quarantine weight has to go. If you feel me, you feel me, right? So for the last (laughs) couple of days, maybe a week now, it's just every day my legs have just been on fire. The other day was leg day and legs truly have not recovered. So um, that's my life right now. Random and really ridiculous. It's not funny. It kind of hurts. But we're just going to laugh it off. You know, no pain, no gain. You feel me? So shout out to all the people that are making themselves better physically and mentally because you're not alone. I'm here with you. When I was really little, I heard something. And I mean, really young. I heard something this, I don't even know where it came from, but the way my small mind processed it was, if you suffer, you will reign. If you suffer, you will reign. So when you said no pain, no gain, it took me right back to that moment when I was little. And like in my mind, I can remember pondering on the concept of if you suffer, you will reign. And you know, I always, I don't know why I do this, but I always speak in a way that You can kind of take things a lot of different ways, right? So I didn't take it like, you know, if I suffer some type of debilitating pain in my body, then that means that I'm just going to automatically brain. Like, nah, that's not what I was, that's not the way I took it and processed it. But it's those moments where you take the L or you endure or whatever the case may be for the greater good. And I kind of taught myself at a very young age that basically that self-control is very beneficial. Sometimes it feels like suffering, right? (laughs) I think I said this before, sometimes being patient or sometimes, you know, following through with something can be painful, but it's intentional and it's for a purpose and there's always something greater after it right and so um congrats Zion like I'm so proud of you for sticking to it and going so hard like one of the weirdest feelings I ever experienced in my life was when I was working my abs really really hard and it would hurt me to laugh it would hurt me to do certain movements it would you know it was weird and so um I got cut really quick but it was hurting, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't understand in the beginning where the pain was coming from. And then I realized it. And so um, I will never say the pain felt good, but I at least knew that something was happening and I was getting somewhere. And then I started to see it. And that's a really, really good feeling. I've been making sure I recover. Make sure you guys recover, drink water, stretch it out and have a reset day. Like Ma said, we all need time to relax and reset. Yeah, I just want to kind of plug the fact that I have three children. So I really had to work hard. Like, I didn't work. I have three children. And I did not focus on my ab area like I should have. So when I go in, I have to go hard. <laughs> um, It's one of those things, like you said, you do. Like, when it's showtime, you got to show up. I'm proud of your discipline. I'm, I see you. And I'm proud of you for that. Yeah, I'm trying to raise you. I'm trying to come make you come up <laughs> higher, but you ain't you ain't working with me, man. You know what? Slow and steady, baby. Slow and steady. 
Slow and steady. You know, yours is slow and stop. Uh, mine is slow and stop. Slow and stop. I mean, it's okay if you want to pinpoint one area that I've stopped in, right? And I get it. I shouldn't have stopped in any area. But every single other area, I'm excelling. I haven't stopped. I'm continuously going, putting in the effort, hours half the night, when I don't feel good, when I'm tired, when whatever, doing other things and still getting the job done. You know, in those areas, I never stop. So I'm okay with the one area I did stop in for right now. Because I think that everything has its appointed time and season. Goes back to like what we said earlier about love. And I was saying like immaturity. You get to a place where you realize love is more than what you once thought it was. Or love is more than just something tangible. It's deeper than that. And so um, it's a responsibility and a duty. It's an honor. In the same regard, it's okay if I take a break because I'm taking a break because ultimately it's my decision and you just own it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to make an excuse for it. I'm owning it. But at the appointed time, it's going to get done. I might have to go hard, <laughs> but it's going to get done. Try to call me out, bruh. What? Try to call me out. Like, really? That's what we doing? This week, I had the pleasure of speaking to a gentleman named Ethan. He was very attentive extremely courteous patient and it was amazing it was amazing and I'm not sure he could gauge my response to him or you know how the conversation was going because at the end of the conversation when I told him that I appreciated his professionalism and his patience with me and how he you know responded correctly and very detailed to all of my questions and provided answers and support and I appreciated it and he was completely blown away it was so beautiful yeah you really made his day so I asked to speak to his manager and I understand that most of the time people ask to speak to a manager because they want to complain, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to tell his supervisor on record because I asked if the call was recorded. I wanted to make sure that they knew how much I appreciated it and how much I valued his time and his service. And it just really made me think like sometimes we don't pay attention or we disregard or take for granted how powerful we are, how much of an impact we can make in someone's day or in their life. You know, how beneficial those little small things of just being patient and kind, how big of a difference it can make. And so um, I just want to encourage every single person listening to be your authentic self. You are the answer to someone's prayer. You are great and powerful and created unique for a divine purpose. That's being a vessel. Yes, a vessel of blessings. We should be able to do that to every individual that we come in contact with. Just tell somebody that they're amazing, that they're great, that they're loved. You know, we don't get that as much as we should. Every time we come in contact with somebody, we should be expressing love, regardless as to what we're going through. Absolutely. So be you. Spread love. And who better to do it than you? That's Voice of a Vessel. We out. Make sure to hit the subscribe button and let us know what you want to hear. Any questions you have for the show, let us know. We want you to grow and go.
in purpose on purpose shop our merch read the minute minute blog and check us out on facebook and instagram at best of the bless you shout out to jay weeks for the dope beat um where the music at 